It's time for the Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour, brought to you by Arrowhead BMW. And now for a fresh take on news, pop culture, sports, and events about the city, here's Shoeshine Mike. Everybody, this is Molly. Molly's is everybody. Uh, and my brother, Dylan, his fiance, Debbie, and uh, my Marnie and Ron. Hey, everybody. This is when you say hi, Molly. Who are you? She's Molly. Why is she here? She came with me. Did you hit her car or something? Jesus, no, but thank you for asking. Are you a social worker? Nope. Oh, you being evicted. No. Are you a hooker? Dylan. Or a prostitute, I mean? Oh, my God. No, Kirk and I were having dinner the other night, and he said he was getting together with his family, and it's been a while since I had a family dinner, so I don't know. I hope you guys don't mind. I just invited myself along. Well, come on in for a dip, girl. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what? I don't even have a bathing suit. You can wear your underwear. Yeah. It's just like a bikini. It covers all the good Yeah, underwear is fine. It's like what they did in the old days. Underwear would be fine. If I were wearing any. A different one, to be sure. Oh, yeah. She's out of my league. It's from 2010. It's the story of this skinny kid and his pals that work at the TSA in Pittsburgh. He's a huge hockey fan. And... A beautiful woman loses her phone, and needless to say, he follows up, and she actually is attracted to him, and he yeah. just can't believe it. And his buddies are going, man, no way. She's out of your league, and it's a really, really cute comedy. And it's fun because that's exactly what the guys would say if you have a beautiful chick. Oh. You, you know. No, no, dude, no. That's she's above way, your pay grade. She's way out of your league. Above your pay grade, buddy. But uh, Jay Maricel, T.J. Miller, uh, Mike Vogel, just a really yeah. fun, fun movie. A fun if you, movie. If you get a chance, give it a tumble. Hey. Happy Saturday to you. Good to be back. I'll Thank tell you that you. much. I'm so glad to see that you're all right and you're, you know, went through that stuff in the hospital and everything. Yeah. I, okay. I had a uh, setback uh, last Thursday and I had to, you know, it's scary when you're driving home and you're not feeling good. That's right. Yeah. And I had to uh, check myself into, uh, the emergency room. So I want to thank the folks at John C. Lincoln. You know, Dr. Patel's taking really good care of me. Good. Also, uh, Shelby, who helped me last time, yeah. helped me again. All and right. also Andrew. So, yeah, good folks at John C. Lincoln always uh, looking out for me. And uh, I feel good. Yeah, feel. Don't, don't be too much on a first-name basis with all the medical staff. Stay here. Be, well, be home. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Absolutely. But yeah. uh, they, they know what they're doing. They take good care of you. And the bottom line is I feel much better, and it's got to change things up a little bit. That's all there is to it. That's all so, there is to yeah. it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the good news. Welcome to the Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour, sponsored by Arrowhead BMW, right off the 101 Freeway and Union Hills Drive. Mo Bell will be with us in his second segment, and we've got some good talk on warranties and cars. Yeah. Okay. This is a wonderful morning. Let me start off with a program note. It's Arizona, the University of Arizona Wildcats at Stanford. Mm-hmm. 2.30 is the pre-show. Correct. And kickoff at 4 p.m. this afternoon here on 1100 KFNX. Let's see if Jaden Delora, we'll talk about it later, but we'll see if Jaden Delora can bounce back. Let's just see if they yeah. can. Yeah, that would be a big one. That would be That Mississippi State game was a... Brutal, but it's over. They just got to go into conference play and uh, just play well and not turn the ball over. That's it. That's the ABCs anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. We're starting off. We have five events, five concerts this weekend. I'm going to go through them. If We'll have time, and Chet and I will decide which one we would go to. Yeah. I'm already going to one, so I'll I'll give that away. Uh, A, Brooks and Dunn is at Tempe Beach Park tonight, and it's really a fun place to go for a concert. Oh, yeah. It starts at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Tickets are $196 to begin with. 
And, but uh, that's an all-day sucker. You talk from, sucker, from four right. until probably ten, ten thirty this evening. And at one in time, that neighborhood, yeah. at one time they were just they were as big as anybody on the planet and doing ESPN songs. Yes. You know? uh, okay, number two, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, the freaks on parade. Yeah, that's Talking uh, Stick Resort Auction Pavilion. You know, when does that take place? And that is tomorrow night at six p.m. at the Talking Stick Resort, twenty-one twenty-one West Eighty-third Avenue, right there in the venue. I go there for concerts. Used to be old cricket. The old cricket, yeah. The the lawn there is fantastic, and especially with these temperatures cooling down now. It's got to be perfect. There's definitely a different element to Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. I mean, he's a legend. Alice Cooper's a legend in the Valley. We already know that. Went to Arcadia High School, and, uh, you know, you can only imagine who's going to show up to play with him. You know, Zombie's got his own act, obviously. Zombie's uh, got his own act, but you never know who's coming with Alice. Could be anybody. You just don't. It could be anybody off the, you know. it It could even be... Stevie Nicks, who's local. Could be, it could be anybody. You know. And then we also have the Arizona State Fair, 1826 West McDowell Road and State Fairgrounds. There's a million, million exhibits and things to do. Oh, Mike. they got they got pretty good entertainment this year. They've got Walker Hayes that's yeah. going to perform. Walker Hayes is going to be fine. Brothers Osborne. And yeah. uh, the band I haven't seen in probably 35 years, the Violent Femmes. The are Violent actually Femmes, I couldn't believe when I saw that. Coming out of the woodwork to play at the Arizona State Fair. Oh, my God. They were, hiding, about, they were hiding back in the 90s. Talk about uh, a different type of band, man. I mean, do you remember the band The Tubes? Oh, sure. Fee Waybill. Well, oh they, were, God, they yeah. were the same type of genre. I mean, they, they stood alone, kind of like the Chili Peppers. Uh-huh. If you either It's an acquired taste. Either you absolutely love them or they're not your cup of tea. That's really it. Red Hot Chili Peppers, a wonderful band. I like them. Oh, yeah. Some friends just not, not really care. Not for them, know? yeah. But, but Danny that, California will live with me. That's you know? that's the same with the Violent Femmes. Either you dig them or you don't. And they're definitely going to be a much uh, mid-40s audience. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gen X. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait. The one I want to go to, Booker T. Jones. Oh, legend. Tonight, yeah, at the MIM Musical Instrument Museum at forty-seven twenty-five East Mail Boulevard off Forty-fourth Street in Mail, a beautiful place. The acoustics are off the chart. That's what I, you told me. I've not been there yet. Oh. You said it was fantastic. He plays the Hammond organ with blues and jazz, and you can't miss this. Well, he plays the old. He played with the MGs, right? It's the old Green Green Onions, MGs, yeah. and and Green Onions has been covered a thousand times. I don't know how many times it's well, been it's covered. Well, it's in some of the greatest movies ever made, American Graffiti. Oh, there you go. And when you hear it, you know it's got that vibe, man. It's got that vibe yeah. on it, and I love that. And then, tonight also, at the Chandler Center of Performing Arts, a little country with Clint Black. Another guy, and huge I'm, in his time. Oh, yeah. And it's Vivid Seats. Call ahead of time, please, at uh, um, 480-782-2680 because they might be sold out by now. They yeah. were selling fast yesterday. I'm not real sure. Well, I'll tell you what. With the temperatures cooling all week long, a lot of people are changing their plans, and they just want to get out Everybody and wants enjoy to go it. Everybody yeah. wants to go. I love going up to MIM, and, and I know you'll get there one of these days. Yeah. Uh, there's a future concert coming up in November with Rodney Crowell, and mm-hmm. I love Rodney Crowell. No, he's awesome. He yep. is. So I can't wait to see that one. There's five good. There's a five good concerts. Well, and it's great because you can tell now that summer has finally gotten. Now these guys, these prognosticators, that know you know end of September, October, yeah. we can almost yeah. guarantee that in Phoenix the temperatures are going to be cooler. Let's start the season of entertainment. And, That's right. Uh, you know it's funny because the way it used to be, all the big bands used to love to get that summer sweep, right? Oh sure, sure. But in like the last 20 or 30 years, a lot of the bigger bands are coming out in the fall uh-huh. because all the smaller acts compared to them yeah. were taking the summer by storm. And they said, that's fine. We'll just do a fall tour. So, do a fall tour with more people. Exactly. Because the weather's nicer. And, and, you know, I would have loved to have seen Dead & Company with this weather. 
Well, know, it was pretty hot on the lawn there that night. But, but uh, with tickets being as expensive as they are, you've really got to be picky and choosy about who you're going to go. You see. really do anymore. Do you want to spend 150 bucks to sit out when it's 115? No. Would you spend 115 dollars to enjoy a lovely evening outdoors? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe yeah. a couple of them. And, and we got a lot of good concerts and stuff coming up. I yeah. mean, I, just on my birthday alone is Billy Joel and, and Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. Chase Field. I'm not missing that. No, we got Springsteen coming up. That's too. right, too. Yeah. So, oh no, my. Phoenix. Phoenix is up there. They're as large as any market to uh, attract any type of uh, any type of act. And so. that's the thing is, I think uh, the diversity of people from other places, mm-hmm. from other states, other cities, and stuff here yeah. does attract all those. Plus, the baby boomers and the the what the the bands. Tribute bands, pardon me. Yeah, uh, very popular. Pack them. They very pack popular. them in. Yeah, they pack them in. I, it, it's like when I went to see the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to. There was space for walkers. I mean, you know, a lot sure. of the baby boomers were there. Yeah. You know what was Phil Stiller used to say? You know, you're getting older when there's an airbag on your walker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a definite yes. <laughs> anyway, so we got all those, and, and there's just so many going on. And uh, we got good movies out this weekend, too. You got Expendables 4. I, you they know, strike again. It's going to be the same old thing. I've never seen an Expendables movie. Are you kidding me? No, no. That's the one with all the old guys. Yeah. Right? Was yeah. that Malkovich? Jason Stratham and, and was, Terry Crews. Was Malkovich in that or was he in the red one? No, he was in red. He was okay. in red. Yeah, with, I get it mixed Wills. up, bro. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I know, see, but that's my generation. So I know I'm, that Statham is, is in almost all of those. And, and uh, was Bruce Willis in one of those? Yes, Bruce Willis is in one. Okay. Um, you, gosh, you had Antonio Banderas oh. was in one. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's my uh, God, the could wrestler? you imagine what the payroll is? The lady wrestler, what's her name? Ronda Rousey. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in one. Well, they brought down the brought it down a little younger there. They did a little bit. What's well, in three? Three is the, three's the one with the young crowd because they needed to attract the young crowd. So Expendables 4, that'll probably do okay. It'll do bottom. well. It does well. If does... you want to see the, the, the big-time stars just throwing on the biggest guns that they can possibly carry at age 60. Right? Yeah, and, I mean, and that's they bring a lot of the old stars back, too. Arnold Schwarzenegger's been in one. I mean... Get out, just, there's a bomb in there. Yeah, I mean, it just, oh, and, and the best one was Chuck Norris in number in number two. Chuck really? Norris came back, yeah. Called him the lone wolf. But that he dude's got to be 80. Oh, he's 85. Unbelievable. He's 85. Chuck and, uh, freaking Norris. Oh, yeah, my man, Chuck Norris. I love him. Well, love him. we got something else coming out this weekend, too, right? Anything in special? Um no, you were talking about um, death of I, well, oh death what, on a uh, oh, death in Venice, a haunting in Venice. Yeah, we could talk about that next segment for next sure. Next segment, Hercule Perrault, another okay. Agatha Christie story, but another story for you. Tell me coming up with Mo Bell on Arrowhead BMW. Yep. Please do me a favor. If you're going to get some coffee, have a donut with it. Will you do that and enjoy our sponsors? We'll be right back. <laughs> And welcome back to Shoeshine Mike Radio Hour, sponsored by Arrowhead BMW, just off the 101 freeway on Union Hills Drive. Speaking of Arrowhead BMW, my friend and my guest on the second segment every Saturday, Mo Bell from Arrowhead BMW. Mo, good morning. Hello. Okay, hang it tight. We, we lost a bit of a connection. We'll be right back on that. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. The loveliness of live radio. And we'll be back in just a few more moments here. Are you on there, Mo? Yep. There you are. Okay, good morning, sir. 
Good morning. How are you guys? I'm loving live radio. Nothing like doing a well, doing well, sir. Doing very well. Uh, how I are you doing? How's I it? I want to welcome Ted back. Yes. Hey, thanks, man. He looks a lot better. He looks really good. I'm, uh, I'm actually upright and not horizontal. It was uh, <laughs> good. It was a little bit of a freak scene, uh, but you know what, man? I'm good. And uh, how's your rehab going, by the way? I'm I'm about ninety percent, brother. Uh, nice. It's a, it's amazing. Uh, I mistakenly went up the stairs and I heard something like that. Oh. And I'm like, oh, what happened? Yeah. And uh, the very next day. I couldn't even tell I had foot surgery. The pain was gone. It was just back to normal. My gait back to where it was. Oh, I mean, fantastic. It's absolutely wonderful. Well, Does it sound like something just clicked into place? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. The big yep. question is, how's that golf swing? Have you been able to get maybe 75% swing out of it? I got 100. I'm, I'm at 100. Okay. Nice. All right. Very good. All is well in the world. Yeah, because the Riders oh, Cup's yeah. coming up, and I know yeah. you've got to practice for it. Um, yeah. Can we do this yep. on, on the on the car edge this morning? Uh, something I was wondering about, and maybe I'm sure you can answer all of this. You have the different warranties, right? You have the electric vehicles, you have the gas vehicles, you have the hybrids. What are the warranty differences on these three cars, or these three makes? Well, when it comes down to the warranty, an extended, we call them extended service agreement. Okay. Um, we do offer an extended service agreement on every BMW that we sell, whether it be a CPO, whether it be a pre-owned, nice. whether it be a new, we offer um, extended service agreements on all of them. It's but a, the, most impo- the criteria is different on each imp- one. Exactly. Most importantly, the warranty on every BMW is a four-year, 50,000-mile, 100% warranty. Wow. That's rather, rather it's the hybrid, rather it's the electric. Okay. Now, when you get the electric part of it, as well as the hybrid, the batteries are warranty for eight years, a hundred thousand miles. Wow! Yeah, that's impressive. That's incredible. Hundred thousand miles warranty for, for a battery. battery. Right. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't even. Twenty five years ago, you never even would have thought. Come close to thunking it. No. no, because mine is just a standard battery. It's two years, and that's Arizona weather. You know, you're lucky if you make it. So that's amazing. Hundred thousand miles. I just had to put a new one in mine too. All right, so that's now that's um, say are the hybrids different than the electric vehicles? On, as no, far as warranties no. and stuff, they're all the same. No. Okay. They're all the same. And all what's right. so fascinating about what BMW does when they manufacture, as I talked to you about last week, um, the batteries are housed in a magnesium and aluminum case underneath right. the chassis of the car. And the battery cells are individual cells. So if one cell is bad, they don't have to take the whole battery out to replace one bad cell. Which so I thought was so amazing. Cool well, and how many cells yeah. are contained in a battery? Well, if you take the, for example, the hybrid X5 has eight. All electric vehicles have minimum a dozen. Wow. Okay, so you're if one cell goes down, you're running roughly still 89 to 91% of the battery in it. That's not an overload by any means. What would be, no. what would be uh, a concern? Would it be, say, four cells if you were down, something like that? Well, the car would still operate and function as it's designed to do. Okay. But what happens is uh, you get an indication in the what they call the iDrive system. It would tell you uh, batteries one, four, and seven is malfunction needs to be replaced. Okay. The car would still operate. Yeah, it would still operate as normal. It would just need to be replaced by the other three. And the car tells you which one is out. Yes, sir. That's so cool. Well, and like most systems, obviously, uh, but the like it's it's literally an insulation as to where it's still going to function. But the other cells that are working, are they overworking, or they're built for that capacity until you get that warning saying, "Hey, replace me." Exactly. You hit the nail around the head. Good. 
there's no overworking because if you take, let's just for example, you have 12 batteries. Inside those 12 batteries, that's 100% of the capacity that the car has to, to take. So when one cell goes down, it remains at 100%. It doesn't di- differentiate that you have, you know, 92.8%. Oh it stays gosh. at 100%. So it's, yeah. not, it's not necessarily a parallel circuit to say where it's individualized. It's a series circuit where the other cells will overtake the dead cell and still work at 100%. You want a job yet? Is it? No, is, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like the Christmas tree lights where you have a set that, you know, one light goes out but the rest still stay on. And then when yes, one goes out, all of them go out. Remember those? Yeah, the difference that's is it. about 30 bucks a, a deal. But it is. But, I mean, it's that it's sort the same of concept. Yeah, yeah, the series instead of the parallel. Okay, and uh, CPOs now. Um, someone was asking me about that, and I told them about the 172-point inspection. And she wanted to know. Uh, as parts of the engine, has that gone through? And I'm sure it's included, but just the rest her, and she's listening right now. Can you explain the the 172 point inspection once again for the C- CPOs? Sure. Uh, and how you how you like to look at this is when the car comes to the manufacturer, by all by all means, it's, we consider it to be 100 percent perfect, even though you know it's a machine. Mm-hmm. But um, when you when you take a pre-owned car back in. And we decided we want to certify the car. There's over 172 points that we have to inspect and and or replace. For example, you, you have to use genuine BMW parts. You can't go and put an off-brand battery into the car, and then it, it would disqualify it for being a CPO. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You can't go and put um, an aftermarket windshield in the car. It would disqualify from being CPO. Everything has to be factory original. And that's even if it, well, you could still get, can you still acquire aftermarket BMW parts? No. You can't. Okay, well, then that nips <laughs> that in the bud right there. Right. It has to be genuine OEM BMW parts. Okay, all right, my good. No okay. wonder your your terms are so tough, because if it's on your lot, it's ready to sell. It's got that 172 point. <laughs> you have our guarantee on that. I mean, nobody exactly. offers that. It's like shake hands and here's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like shake hands and here's the key. And, uh, and it's, it's called the three C's. Okay. All right. See the keys, see the car, see you later. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I like that. I like that. We've got a couple of moments left here, Mo. Um, the Ryder Cup is coming up. Are you excited? Oh, terribly excited. I was watching the Solheim Cup. If I'm not, last time I looked, the uh, U.S. is up 7-5. to five. Oh, wow. They All had right. an early lead, and they played okay in the afternoon. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. The, I love the ending yeah. of these because it's all about pairings and coaching, right? I pairings mean, is right, exactly. yeah. yeah. Pairings is and, it. And plus, I guess that track in Rome is just supposed to be gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait oh, to see yeah, this. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah uh, a lot fact, of fun. I, I, my owner is going. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, Brandon's going. I suppose he's probably going to Brandon's going to that? Yeah, oh I wonder if he's going to be driving a BMW to and from the track. Probably, right? Yeah. Ironically, you say that. Uh, of course, he's a, a guest of BMW, uh-huh. and uh, nice. as, as you know, BMW sponsors five tournaments, and uh, yeah. we're so proud to wear the badge of the uh, blue and white. That uh, yeah, he got a, he, he got an email just a couple weeks ago, and he showed it to me. He says, "I'm out. I'm going." Oh, that is so cool. Well, speaking of cool. We all know about the Nobel Prize. We know about it. The scientists, the, you know, the, the mathematicians and the computer guys. Who today gets the Nobel Prize? Well, I want to nominate. Uh, I had an experience this week with a bunch of my clients, and 
just like Chet was in the hospital. One of my clients is in a hospital. And oh. He's one of my VIPs, and uh, I want to give uh, Jerry Warner. He's a... Uh, He's a, he owns a bunch of McDonald's here in the Valley, and he's just an awesome, awesome guy. And uh, my prayers are gone off for him and his family, but I just wanted to uh, nominate Jerry today because he's, he's a trooper. He's home now. He's resting. Good. And uh, I wanna, he's listening to the radio. So all, all my clients listen to the radio so I love on Saturday. So. Okay, Jerry, you get better, buddy. Absolutely. Get like better and feel, feel good. And it sounds like a good guy. Okay, Mo, thank you so yep. very much for the call. And we're coming up on break, ladies and gentlemen. Lots to talk about next week, Mo. Have a good one, brother. It's a deal. You too, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, sir. Thank you so much. I love that segment. I love that segment. He always knows. Yeah, he does. He does. And we know our sponsors who are coming up. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back for a second, and enjoy. And we're back. The third quarter, the Shujan Mike Radio Hour, brought to you by Arrowhead BMW. We just talked to Mo Bell, but let me also remind you, same day service and Huge. mobile service from Huge. Arrowhead BMW. We emphasize it every week, man. Every week, because you take your car into the dealership if you accompany it, and it's taken care of right away by great service advisors. Well, and they come out and see you. I mean, And the mobile is the best. They I, don't take money out of your pocket. We know how much uh, we all value. Uh, the dollar and yeah. we value our work and we don't want any chinks in the arm and these guys just come out oil change change wipers uh, and do anything significant that you need done while you're still at work and, and I, I can't or even a, a housewife per se got to watch the kids come on out to the house take come care out of to it. the house and then the kids can watch have and have a, a great time yeah have a few laughs all right well here we are now we got some sports going on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. There is so much fun going on in Major League Baseball. It I, is. It's everything that we could have asked for. You know, I was, I'm, yes. such, I'm such a purist. I didn't want the extra wild card, but you know what, man? It's working out, isn't it? Well, this year in particular, year, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what. And God bless our Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh-huh. You know what? At the All-Star break, they had that horrible run. I think they were 4-26 and 26 or 6-24 yeah, and 24 or something. And they but come back. They have bounced back. They've got uh, games with the Yankees, and then they have the Astros, and I forget who they play in between, Um, but it's a tough road. They went to the Bronx last night, had a tough outing. You want to win every game that you can, but Aaron Judge said no. Three home runs, baby. Uh, Fat was a pitcher for the Diamondbacks, and we talked about this with production, Steve. I was having fun with him yesterday. I said, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yankee Stadium, you know, Corbin Carroll, left-handed hitter, he's got that short porch. Well, Aaron Judge went oppo. Three times, oh, opposite three times. field. Yeah, you know, got uh, six of the seven RBIs for him. Got a curtain call, and you know the D-backs just were never in that game, so they got to uh, they got to bounce back. And and, there's some races going on right now, though, isn't there? Well, yeah, but let me tell you something: the Diamondbacks are actually only one in seven versus New York teams. They Ooh. only won one against the Mets, so huh. they got to get these two uh, from gotta, the Yankees. They got to. They got a one-game lead over the Cubs for that second wild card. Phillies are pretty much insulated. Pretty much, yeah. For that first, they're four games up. But I will tell you this: uh, today's game is postponed. Uh, the Yankees Diamondbacks game oh, is right. postponed in clement weather, so they're going to go again tomorrow. Zach Gallon's going to be on the bump, and he's the bright spot. He's sixteen and eight. He's got a three-six ERA. All right. They need that win. You got to go 
with Zach Gallon. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Of course, Corbin Carroll's up for Rookie of the Year. He's batting 284. Yeah. You know what? He's got 25 home runs. Yeah. 73 RBIs. Yeah. He's nice, right in there. Nice, great first year. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. These races are getting very good. The American League West, it's like, who wants it? Yeah. Nobody is taking control. It's been between Texas, Houston, and Seattle, and they're all within a half game of one another. Texas it. today. Texas is on top. They're 85 and 68. They're actually a half game above Houston, who's 85 and 69. Seattle's at 84 and 69. Now, okay. get this. Texas has to play Seattle six more times. Now, that's what's going to make it fun. It's good. Well, get this. Seattle has to play Texas six more times, but they have to play Houston three more times. So tell me who has the uh, – Seattle has just a – Actually, I'm looking at Houston as the best bet out of all that. I know, and I don't I like that because they're either. so good in the postseason. But I'm looking at Houston as the as – the, uh, Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. Huh. I, they're still cheaters in my eyes. Oh, same here. Seattle is a great story, but I love Texas because I love their skipper, and I absolutely love Corey Seager since Thank he's you. been – there, uh, I think he's second in the league with batting average. Yes. So Texas is just a good story, it and it's, it's going to be fun. Can I give you a little? I think I throw this in every week—a little Dodger statistic. I mean, just for the heck of it. Because I bleed Dodger blue, as most uh-huh. of you know. You bleed Dodger blue the way I bleed Michigan blue. Go right yeah, ahead, sir. Exactly. All right. So, the Dodgers have played 153 games this season. Okay. All right. Mookie Freeman and excuse me, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman have gone hitless. Yeah. Eight times only out of 153 games. That's interesting. Isn't that something? That's something for Freeman. I love that. They're 1-2 in the order. They're both up for MVP, and I think they're going to cancel each other out. Get this. They're 2-6, and six, by the way, when they both go hitless. So, obviously, they need to contribute at the would top end of that Would they cancel each order. other out and Otani would get it? No, Otani's American League. He's automatically oh, okay. going to get it. Right, Ronald Acuna Jr., Oh. Could potentially have 40 home runs and 70 RBIs. It's Remember when Barry got 40-40? Sure do. And we, we said, no way. 40-70 stolen bases. Unbelievable. Dodgers. Wow. Mookie's batting 307. He's got 39 home runs, 103 RBIs. Freddie Freeman is second. He's batting 334, 26 home runs, 95 RBIs. But I'm a homer, and here's my pitch for Mookie. He's played two positions all year. He's played right field. He's played second base. Now, Ronald Cunha Jr. is a, is a, a good, solid center fielder, uh-huh. but his batting numbers, it kind of reminds me of like in 1941 when DiMaggio had the 56-game hitting streak okay. and Ted Williams batted over 400 yes. and they gave it to DiMaggio. They gave it to DiMaggio, and it should have been Williams. And, and 400, it's never been done since, and I understand 56 is just insane. Yeah, I do but, too now. Yeah, yeah, you've got to understand that. But 400 now. is 400. So it's going to be a fun race. Wow. Um, wow. That's just... And it's, at this time, you know it's all about pitching and who's playing hot. Who's, who do you think is playing the best baseball right now? Atlanta Braves, probably? I've got to go with Atlanta. i got to. They, they've they're sewn it up. They're, just, their pitching's off the chart. It really it is. It reminds me when John Smoltz was there, you know, and they had that kind of a line. Glavin and Olsen. Glavin and, and Olsen. And of course, got uh, it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, God, I can't even Jeez. think of his name. Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox, yeah. Oh, my. What but a lineup. They, they oh. won it last year. I know that there's a, it's so hard to repeat in Major yeah, League I, Baseball. So is. the Dodgers are four back with nine to go. That's for home field advantage. Um, yeah, they've got that. They're going to have the first round by, uh, probably play the Phillies, I would imagine. And then uh, there could be a big showdown in Atlanta, and that'll be a lot of fun. Well, I'm calling the Phillies against uh, – uh, <laughs> Phillies were there last year. Phillies and Orioles is what, what I was going to be calling. Yeah, see, you know what? Baltimore's kind of fading a little they bit. They are a little bit. But Tampa, Tampa Bay's, Bay's playing, right. Tampa Bay's played well all season. Yeah. So 
that's going to be interesting as well. Isn't it funny? We talk the Yankees and the Red Sox are irrelative. They don't count. Irrelevant. Excuse Unless me. you count Minnesota, and Yankees got a better record. They don't play that. Do no, I know. That's what makes it's it only fun. That's the only time I would bring up the Yankees. Yeah, it only counts in hand grenades. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Big hand We're not talking about those two with the two of the probably top seven payrolls. And exactly. neither one of them is going to play neither the Neither one there. No, no. They're cleaning their cleats off their, their shoes. Let's go over to college football here. Let's do it. Let's go because everyone's screaming about the Colorado-Oregon game. Wow. I'm taking Oregon and the points. Yeah, you, it, you are in Eugene. Well, it's, it's listen, Outson Stadium, and I, you know, I, I got into a disagreement with someone. He said, oh, thank goodness it's in the afternoon. Well, I'll tell you this much. Oh. It's, it's harder to win an outsman percentage-wise in the afternoon than it is the evening. Oh, no Pac-12 teams have had better luck beating Oregon in the evening. Oh, my. This but is going to be. see you um, – you know, it's funny because Oregon's coach, Dan Lanning, actually said this about Colorado. He goes, quote here, I'm trying to remember what they've done to affect this conference because they've been so bad for so long. Yeah. Now, that wasn't aimed at Dion, but it was aimed at the program. Yes. So, yeah. you know, that's going up on the chalkboard. Yeah, they're probably thinking about uh, what's his name, Stewart, threw the touchdown against Michigan. Is the last time they added anything to the conference. Well, this is how this is how CU's been rolling. It's been chalkboard stuff. It really has. Yeah, their position, their skill players are as good as anyone in the country when they're healthy. Now, of course, they're not going to have Travis Hunter. Did you watch the game last week in Boulder? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. He got sheep shotted by that safety. Yes, he did. Wound up lacerating his liver, I believe. Yeah. So he's going to be out a few weeks and. Uh, he, that's two positions that you have to fill because he's playing both ways. And one, thing, lot I, one thing I noticed about that watching that game last year, his kid is a quarterback. The way he he's threw fantastic. that ball, I mean, he slung that ball 50 yards. He, I mean, Shadur Sanders is the real deal. It um, was a fastball low and inside. He's, I mean, got, he's, he, he's a junior, oh, but my, he, he's got he has arm. poise. Uh, his mechanics are fantastic. Yeah. He can make every type of throw. We saw it against TCU. That's we saw right. it against Nebraska. He got roughed up a little bit. Do you see yeah. how chippy CSU was oh, last yeah. week? They were trying to intimidate Boulder because Dion, you know, it's the big it's the biggest story it in is. college football. But let's talk Oregon, okay? Let's talk Oregon. Bo Nix, the Auburn Thank transfer. Yeah. These guys are averaging, get this. They're number 10 for a reason. They're averaging 580 yards a game. They're averaging almost 58 points a game. That's second in scoring wow. in Division I. Uh, they're just, they're really good, and they're really uh, fast. They're, what they're really fast. Good way to put it. They're what Colorado wants to be. I think it's going to be different because CU is going to have to look at a scenario where it could be 27 10 and a half and they got sc next week well they're worried about oregon i know now, so. i know but they better watch both of them they're, they're going against two really good teams back to back they, they oh indeed no them. this is oh very much so they're yeah. traveling to both yeah. but oregon is just a little bit too strong a little bit too fast um colorado's offensive line is shaky at best but i will say this in favor of uh coach sanders the big boys are coming to boulder that's right. With the transfer portal, uh, everybody's going to want. And you've been yeah. to Boulder. You know oh how, yeah, you know how gorgeous campus is. Oh my is god, there. it's beautiful there. It so, is. So I mean, this. Oh my. You're going to have to take your lumps. You're going to have to take your lumps for a yeah. while. But if they've got their skill position guys, and you get the horses up front, they are going to be so much better of a program next yeah. year. But we'll worry about today. I think Oregon. They're they're favored, I think, by uh, what is it, twenty three or something like that. Yeah. I think Colorado can cover that. I would take Colorado and the points. And the points, yeah. I would do the same thing because they're going to be fired up. Yeah. And for those of you who lived in Boulder, I tended bar Tulagi's for three years on Pearl Street and had a riot down there. That was right next to the Blue Note. There. That's right, yeah. right next to the Blue Note, right next door. Yeah. God bless. Um, them. What a great neighborhood. 
Okay, let's go to let's go to this one. Let's go to uh, Florida State. Yeah, and listen, Clemson. It's going now on it's, right now. Yeah, I don't have an update, but we will when we come back from break. Uh, the last I saw was twenty seventeen Clemson. Yeah, Jordan Travis. Last week uh, they were seemingly in charge of Boston College in Chestnut yeah. Hill, but. Boston College came back, and Florida State's defense is so much better than they played. Uh-huh. Now they're going to Death Valley. This is next to LSU, I think, the toughest place to go in and, I would, and I would agree. win a game. But this, this guy, Jordan Travis, is, is as good. He's in the Heisman watch. Yes. He does so many great things. They've got Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson. Uh, they'll be first or second round draft picks at yeah. wide receiver. And this guy, Jared Verge. Jared Verse, defensive end. Yes. He is as good as. First round pick like no one's business. Where he will be needed snagged. because he can be used in two or three different places. He plays yes. He plays the four technique. He plays the three technique. Uh, he runs probably a four five or a four six. I like the three technique when he plays. He plays a great three. Well, then that's goodness. just it. See, in a he guy does. his size is kind of like uh, TJ uh, uh, Watt. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can play up, he can play down, he can play anywhere, but he's really athletic. He looked a little more, T.J. Watt was good, but he looked a little more Aiden Hutchinson dude, to me. Dude, T.J. He really did. T- Bam! T.J. Watt is the man. No, he's not. A.J. Hutchinson. He, he's the man. Aiden Hutchinson. Anyway, anyway I, I do like Florida State in this. If they can keep their composure, don't turn the ball over. Dabo Sweeney obviously takes 365 yeah. days to coach these guys. Um, Clemson's down. Uh, let's be honest. Their, their talent level is not what it used to oh, be. Oh, no, because Trevor Lawrence is gone. Well, and it's hard to recover from a Trevor Lawrence. But it is. I do like Florida State. They're giving up two and a half. Um, I would take Florida State. I would give the points. And we'll see. Uh, we'll I'll still that. take Clemson. I'll still go with Clemson. Oh, you're going to go with Clemson? I'm okay. going with Clemson on that one. Real quick, we got Mississippi. Old Miss at Alabama. Now, this has been a great discussion this week. It's number 15, Mississippi. Number 13, Alabama. Yeah. Alabama out of the top 10 for the first time, and no one can Since remember. Since 2015. Yeah. Eight years. 2015. I was thinking 1915. Yeah, listen, they played South Florida. They had the rain delay last That's week. Right. They tr- tried uh, platooning the two quarterbacks, but they've got uh, Jalen Milrow. He's That's the, true. Yep. He's the best quarterback playing his most athletic. I think they're going to crush Old Miss. Okay. Now, you seem to think differently. I do think. That I, I, I'm only going on, on, on fanfare and momentum. Lane I, Kiffin I just, is always going to be Saban's redheaded stepchild. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it and looks he's like he's got Chucky. a good program. They've got this really exciting quarterback at Old Miss. His name is Jason Jackson he's Dart. He's really good. Yeah, he's thrown for 852 and seven touchdowns, but no way. Um, The last seven meetings, Alabama's averaged 52 points a game against Mississippi. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to change. Plus, like I said, they had a poor outing against, uh, uh, was it South Florida? I forget. South Florida. Yes, it was. So, yeah, this is going to be a reckoning, as they say in Tombstone. Okay, we'll get back to Utah in a second here, but tonight, man, come on. Come on. Ohio, or Ohio State. State, Notre Dame. This is huge. Six at number nine. I've got to take touchdown Jesus and his gang. Wow, I mean, a lot of the guys on college game day did. They're really hyped on Marcus yeah. Freeman, the young coach. And this guy, Sam Hartman, to transfer from Wake Forest. You know, he had a surgical procedure where they had to remove his small rib. His mother polished it, got it sanitized, and now he wears it as a necklace. As a necklace. So yeah, I saw that on TV. He's a different type of dude. He, he's passed for uh, 13 touchdowns, uh-huh. uh, th- over 1,000 yards for the first three games. But I, I like Ohio State in this game. I do. Kyle McCord is their quarterback. All right. He's passing around 76%. Um, they got this guy, Estemi, at running back, 130 yards last okay, week. Okay, I'll go along with that. I'll go along with that. I like Ohio State to go in there and win, and here's why. They've beaten them five straight. The last time Notre Dame beat beat Ohio State was 1936. Oh, my. By a score score of 7-2. to Really exciting stuff there. Yeah. So Ohio State has to get ready because Thanksgiving is coming. I do do like Ohio State. Let's go out to uh, Utah. I was just going to say, yeah, let's go out there. Say hello. Number 20, 
to UCLA yes. against 11 Utah. Now, the problem is Cam Rising. This is, is a great quarterback. If he's healthy, he will play on Sundays next year. I All just right. don't know where. But he is the rise and fall of Utah. Right. Um, they've got the great running game with uh, Jaquin Jackson and, and this uh, wide receiver, Money Parks. This guy is something special to watch. I like this guy. I but, like that but guy. But UCLA, they've got a true freshman in there, Dante Moore, quarterback. Uh, he's, he's, he's doing really well. He's manufacturing the offense well. Uh, but UCLA, get this, has held their opponents under 20 points for the first time since 2005. So their defense is stepping up pretty good. And I think that's going to change today. I'm taking Utah in that game just because it's Utah in Utah. I'm taking a home field advantage. I'm going to take UCLA, and here's why. They have four running backs that are averaging over eight yards a carry. So... Keep the ball out of Cam Rising's hands, right? I just left the room. <laughs> yeah, no. Keep the ball out of Cam Rising's hands. All right. Keep Utah off the field offensively and just get some uh, touchdowns instead of field goals. And I like UCLA. Okay, good. And now okay. we got USC and Arizona State. Now, you took Arizona State and gave 50 points, right? <laughs> no. Is that I, what you did? No, I'd, I'd rather give a section of seating in the stadium. Thank um, you. <laughs> listen, there's nothing much to say. Arizona there State got pounded last week by, what oh. was it, Fresno? Yeah. 29 nothing. Yeah. And now you're going to look at a USC offense with Lincoln Riley as coach. You got Caleb Williams, who won yeah. the Heisman. Uh, I mean, the numbers are just stupid. He's averaging almost 80% completion. 80%. Almost, huh? He's thrown for 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. That's second in FBS. Okay. And they're playing ASU for crying out loud. Arizona Stanford. How's Stanford going to get better in this world? How, when's Christian McCaffrey know. coming back? Yeah, no, they, uh, they've they got a new coach, um, and things are really different. It's so hard to get into Stanford. It is. So when they have a really good team, they're really good. You know, there's a and bunch they're really of, smart. Yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of smart kids on the field. That's one thing that you definitely Sheldon, know Sheldon about Cooper Stanford. is tight end. Okay. But I like <laughs> – I like Jaden Delora. He got hurt last week, but okay. I think he's going to play today. Jed Fish is going to get him ready. They're going to the farm, yeah. and nobody shows up at Stanford. Okay, I'm going to be up there for Thanksgiving. Notre Dame's going to come. There, there may be twenty thousand people. Probably the only people to be there are all the techs, right? All the techs to make sure everything's done you know, and running properly. You know? The Stanford band has more of a following than the football team. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, so are you kidding me? Really? No, it's the truth. It's the absolute I hadn't heard truth. that before. So it, it, it's going to be tough. I feel bad because I love the program so much, but you know, I like I like Arizona in this one. So they're missing Jim Harbaugh and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. My goodness gracious. And we're not missing anything. It was right on beat coming up in the fourth segment with the NFL. You know, this has been a good segment, folks. Thank you for listening. I'll tell you what. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we return the fourth quarter, a rather short fourth quarter, so we'll have some fun with this. Yes, sir. We're going to go straight to the NFL, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll start off with, with the Dallas Cowboys at the Arizona oh Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. Talk is about there a train wreck. Is no. There? No. Statistically, Dallas has outscored their opponents 70-10. to 10. They put a 40 spot on New York Giants. Yes. Giants yes. came back here last weekend and put up 31 in the second half So just imagine Cardinals. what – yeah, okay. Now, I feel bad. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, they're – Pro Bowl. Yes. DB yes, is out. out, unfortunately, but they still got Demarcus Lawrence, yeah. Micah Parsons, and Tony Pollard just signed his deal. So Pollard is going to have a field. Dallas play. is absolutely rolling. Uh, the only bright spot for the Cardinals, James Conner, he's uh, had 106 yards last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. They have no Buda Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
It's ugly. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be ugly. And and they're, they're you know I still think they're tanking. They're waiting for next year to get Caleb Williams. And I'm Marvin still Harrison under the impression Jr. that professional teams don't tank. Yep. Now ask me around. No, it feels like I mean it's not like they're you know. Well, they have no talent. They have no yeah. That's it. I mean, what is Kyler Murray going to come back to? Nothing. <sighs> If he comes back. Exactly. Atlanta, Detroit. I'm taking my Lions to come back from last week. I'm taking the Detroit Lions at home. Yeah. Watch Jamar Gibbs tomorrow. That's the name I'm calling out Yeah, tomorrow. tough game last week. Now, what you, you said something that happened with a hold? What yeah, was the call? on the last play of the game, and, and when uh, the quarterback was coming around, Yeah. Right. they had Aiden Hutchinson in a hole as Geno Smith oh. went around him, and it was right there in TV. Every commentator said, wait, whoa, whoa, holding. And once again, the NFL apologizes to the Detroit Lions for well, another Atlanta, bad call. Atlanta's 2-0. They beat Green Bay last week. So it'll be interesting. I think Detroit yeah. can bounce back. We're going to see what Dan Campbell has in store. Uh, keep, Love Dan Campbell. Yeah. Just uh, force Desmond Ritter to make bad decisions. And right? I think he might because Desmond yeah. Ritter does not react under pressure well. Aiden Hutchinson will have a few words with him. They've got to contain B. John Robinson. Though. Right on. And that's all, and now deal. you got Isaiah Bugs. And McNeil in there. Yeah, she got two really good defensive tackles. Should be a fun matchup. Should be a great one. Let's go to Denver and Miami. now. Not much to talk about. Tua is playing fantastic. They have the highest rated offense. They're third in scoring, number one overall. Mostert, uh, a beast. Tyreek Hill had 255 last week. Denver has no one. Yes Mar- or no. Marvin Mims had a nice game, but the, yes. there's nothing to speak of. Denver's a train wreck. Yes or no. Russell Wilson's there next year. Yeah, they're paying him all that money, of course. Okay. Pittsburgh at the Raiders. Boy, Josh McDaniel's tough. Jimmy G doesn't know what he has. Josh Jacobs re-signed that big deal. We don't know if Devontae Adams is going to play. He got and hurt Pittsburgh is coming off the most ugly game I ever saw them win last yes, week with Cleveland. The biggest bright spot was Najee Harris getting off the, off mm-hmm. the snide. Had a really mm-hmm. good game at running mm-hmm. back. Uh, just keep the Raiders off the field. George Pickens had a nice game. Nine reception. Ryan I'll take the Raiders. 163. I, I like the home team as well. Yeah, I like the Raiders in that one. The Rams at the Bengals Monday night. Well, Joe Burrow, we don't know if he's going to play. I Bingo. Mean, big difference between Joe Burrow and University of Washington, Jake Browning, right? They still uh, got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, but they may have no one to throw the ball to him. Huh. And the Rams let go of Cam Akers. He's in Minnesota now, so they've got Kyron Williams. Uh, this guy, Puka Nakua. Nakua is really, he's really a real coming deal. In. He had he an incredible game last week, so we're going to see, you know, which Rams team shows up. But Cincinnati's really in a spiral. Um, They're in a spiral, and Stafford and, and Nakua. Immediate chemistry. Yeah. Immediate chemistry. Well, they knew it. They knew about this kid. They just couldn't get him any PT, and now that he's getting playing time. Now he's, he's getting playing, playing well. time because Cooper Cup is out. Yes. All right, we're going to the Eagles and the Bucks. This could be an interesting game. Oh, Baker Ra- Mayfield and company is ready for him. Baker Mayfield has no turnovers this yeah. year. Okay, they got Rashad White. Mike Evans is always fantastic. Bingo. He's averaging almost 20 yards a catch. Uh, Jalen Hurts, your boy DeAndre Swift. Dude. That's right. He is something special. Can they contain him? I mean, it's all about Tampa Bay's defense because there's so many weapons on the offensive end for the Eagles. All Jalen Hurts has to do, he doesn't have to be spectacular. He's just got to play good ball. Sounds good to me. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a quick summary because we we had too much fun in the third third segment there talking college and baseball. Do me a favor. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy this weather and drive safe. A lot of events. Drive safely, please. And above all, shine on you crazy diamonds.